Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me on the show today, Debbie G and Neo Positivity. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. We're looking forward to Neo joining us momentarily. I'm not quite sure exactly when he's going to connect in, but as soon as he does, we will bring him onto the show here. But uh, in the meantime, Debbie and I were kind of chatting before we got started here, and I was mentioning how I've been having kind of a week. And uh, so to kind of help me overcome that, I said, you know, like I look forward to doing the show every Friday. Actually, I look forward to doing all of them, but they're always a lift. And she said, well, here's something they'll give you even more of a lift. And so we're going to share it here because I saw the first 30 seconds of it. This is funny. So Debbie, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Give us a little quick. All right. here. Well, hello, everybody. I am Debbie G. It's great to be here. Welcome to LOA Today. It is your daily dose of happy right here. And we're going to get happy with the ducks. This is the true facts about ducks by Zay Frank. Here we will explore true facts about the duck. This is a video of a baby duck. Do we have any facts? They are yellow. Jeez, this one's going to suck. Duck is a common name for a wide variety of waterfowl that are related to the goose and the swan. Look I take no credit ducks. for this. They are dabbling ducks that fly Oh, you deserve all kinds surface. of credit. They have all sorts of specialized bills that let them strain the water. Some even have actual strainers. Look at this merganser. It has a pointy beak that helps it dive to catch fish. Look at this Argentine ruddy duck. I mean, holy crap. Neo, Neo is joining us on the show. Neo, this is Debbie giving me a bit of a cheer up here. Oh, that, um, that, 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 that's what this was. So, you know, well, you know. I was going to say, sometimes I, I enter the show and it's, it's, <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting used to it. Well, I'm getting this used is to about it. a duck. We have ducks and there's these special, ducks are the third bird. The only, there's only three birds in the world. And this one just has corkscrew genitals, which I find remarkably hilarious, actually, the way that freaking say Frank says it. However, Walt, <laughs> how is your vibration now? Oh, it, it, it's fairly high at this point, yes. <laughs> so, granted, it might be a little... Sh- First off, it's a true fact. That's the part that kicks my butt. Secondly, the way that Zay Frank says it just floors me every single time. So oh, That, that if, was very good. I have to admit, he really handled that very nicely. I mean, seriously, really. I, I have watched that numerous times whenever I am down my spiral. And uh, the dung beetle is another one. I used the dung beetle yesterday. The dung beetle, it was just like the dung chariot. and Yeah, no, it was just good. Good. If you're If you're feeling low, Find something that's just ridiculous, so ridiculous that it pulls you right out of the space that you were in. Helping you to now see where you were was probably even more ridiculous than what you just watched. All about corkscrew penises and vaginas, and I don't even know. Hey, Neo. (laughs) No, there's an entry. There's an entrance for you, Neo. I mean, what better introduction could you have than that? Let me ask you. Dung beetles and corkscrew penises? Is that what I heard? That's pretty much it, yeah. I mean, it is called LOA today. It is. Your daily does are happy. Spark the G, hey, spark the G vibe, y'all. This is your gratitude vibration moment right there in a nutshell. G vibe. And you're welcome. G vibe. I'm with it. I'm with it. 
right. You know what? It, whatever it's going to take, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get into that word right here, which is joy. Mm. Whatever it takes, whatever we can do. And But there's another part of this and the fact that it's, why it's also okay to be in your to be in your poop. To just be stuck in the muck, be where you're at, and it's okay to be there for a few minutes and sit with it. And when you're sitting with it, ask yourself why. I've done that actually. Ask myself why, and I knew why. Why doesn't actually help me? The better question to ask is what's it gonna to take to leave it behind? You know, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna key in on the why real quick because yes. for a long time I eradicated that out of my life because I, once I started accepting that everything happens for a reason, no, and living with no regrets, I loved it, and so I stayed away from the why. But then I started to take accountability. I don't know when it was, but something just sparked. You. you know what? What have I been doing to manifest this BS into my? Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. And so that's where the why becomes so critical because now you're learning from your mistakes. And, and that's how you make the future better, you know, by learning from your mistakes and acting on them. You know, just learn, you know. In high school, we learned trigonometry and stuff we'll never use again. You know, if you're going to learn something about yourself, you got to implement it. You got to use it. Action. Inspired action. I love that. Mm. But believe it or not, well, I've actually I, used trigonometry since high school. I actually have. Not very often, but I really have. I, I got it. I can't. Well, one. <laughs> I want to talk about accountability. <laughs> you Sorry. guys rock. Go ahead. Okay, look. I want to. Oh, I have to jump in here, Neo. Accountability is so big, it's so huge. What I've discovered is I lie to myself. And if I lie to myself, well, I, I don't necessarily always lie to myself, but sometimes I do. And when I think I'm in a flunk and I think that it's somebody else or it's this or it's that or it's anything outside of me, I already know that's not true. See, the thing is, is that we spend so much time bullshitting our own selves. We can't even be honest with other people. Then we wonder why our relationships are screwed up, you know, and why yeah. things aren't straight. So the most important part about being down the spiral for me anymore is that I can sit in the muck and I can look at it and get accountable, just like Neo said. And the getting getting honest is scary sometimes. I have no without, without beating yourself up, can I please add this mm -hmm. in? How okay? So how do you guys take accountability, full self responsibility, one hundred percent, without beating yourselves up? It's interesting you asked that question because, um, as I alluded to before we went on the air today, uh, we, we had quite a few adventures this week, Louise and I did, including one that I have related stories about over the last couple of days here on the show about how we got a new car for her. And it was really cool what we ended up getting. What we, how we went there was through the roller coaster, but we ended up with a good result. One of the things that happened during that experience was we were sitting with the car dealer. And the car dealer went off on like a little tangent while he's writing paperwork and so forth about all these different problems he was dealing with and, and how he kept making mistakes and other people were making mistakes and so forth. And he's really going off on this, this mistakes rant. And I stopped him at one point. I said, you know how I handle mistakes? He stops and looks at me and he says, what? I said, I forgive myself. And he paused and he looked at me and pointed his finger at me and said, you're a wise man. Because that's the first step. If you can forgive yourself for your own mistakes, the, your own mistakes just aren't that big of a deal anymore. Steps two, don't see them as mistakes anymore. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. 
Uh, you know what? I want to I want to bounce another question off you guys after I answer Debbie's question, um, which is basically for me. You guys know I use fear, and I am so obsessed with how tomorrow's going to work out, and the next day, and the next day for me and mine's. And I know that my mentality is creating that. As soon as I go to a negative headspace, any scenarios pop up. It's like I'm autopiloted now to wake up and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to spend time there. And so that's kind of how I stay out of funks. Any type of, oh, I made a mistake or I shouldn't have done that. It's all like, okay, it happened. It was meant to happen. Now add that with, you know, just I'm good. I, I can't afford to spend a second in that negative headspace because it's going to do something to, to, to my tomorrow uh, undesirable. Um. That knot, I call it a knot in your chest. You lie to yourself, yeah. you feel it go down. You smile, you feel it go up. Use that as a gauge too. Mm-hmm. Use that if, if you be, make yourself through practice become sensitive to when it drops down. When it drops down, it will wake you up. And then you do what you want. Once you wake up, you pretty much do what you want after that. With your mind, I suggest you play a little bit of imagination. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Keep seeing the same thing uh, and it'll come no matter what. Yeah, that's really, really good. Louise actually pointed something else out too while we're sitting there. She said to him, you know, a mistake is actually two words. It's a mistake. All you did was just mistaking. I like that. It's kind of like the original meaning of the word sin. You know, religion kind of twisted sin around to be something that really it isn't. A, a sin, to sin is literally to miss the mark. That's the actual literal definition. When you go back to the origins, the, you know, Greek origins or Latin or whatever it is, you just miss the mark. So if you're, if you're yeah. holding a, a bow and arrow and you're aiming at a bullseye and you miss the mark, what do you do? Do you, do you basically confess? Do you, do you express contrition or you just pick up another arrow and fire? Or you quit. Or hmm. quit. Yeah, that's another option. But to me, if, if you just miss, it just means I just got to adjust my aim. That's all. And you know, well, it, was, it was crazy. If we had bows and arrows or we were shooting guns, we wouldn't even think twice. We would just adjust our aim and go yeah. again. But when it comes to life, it's like, uh. Yeah, it's like, I'm only going to get three. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what it is. The fairs where you get, you pay $5 and you get three balls, three chances yeah. to win, and that's it. And it's an impossibly rigged game. That kind of sounds like how life would seem to a lot of people. Uh, to sure. me, definitely, a long time ago, before I knew, before I was awoken. Um, no, but I want to ask that the game of life really was rigged in your favor. That's the key part. Now I want to ask, uh, you guys, especially Debbie, because this is probably the most opposite person of you that we're going to address. <laughs> um, I have one protecting one friend in particular, but there's a bunch of people I could probably name that don't want or stay away from that watcher, you know, the watcher exercise I do where I feel Mm -hmm. a presence watching me and I just watch it back. Um, I call that a watcher, uh, watcher exercise. Um, those types of things, that watcher thing or sitting still and just letting your thoughts come in. There is a annoyingly high percentage of people that can't stop. They don't want to stop. They don't want to be in that headspace. It makes them feel uncomfortable and weird. And to me, that's just sad. That's just mm. sad because I know 
what those type of exercises can can bring to someone. Those are the ones that I was using. Those are the ones I attribute retirement to, um, the watcher exercise and, and, and repetition. But it's like I know a bunch of people that won't go there. They, they, they just if you ask them to, they won't do it. They'll be like, like if I go back to Jersey, hang out with some friends, I ask them to do some new mental exercises. They're like, not right now. We'll try it tomorrow. I just feel weird, and I'm like, what? Like, do you hear yourself? Like, you're blocking, literally blocking. Uh, you guys get it. So, how, how would you address someone you know that you love and care about? Um, you know, try to get them on a, on, on, a, on, a, on a better path. Just open their mind a little bit. I understand that some people just aren't open to things and you can't force it on them. But uh, at the well, same note, you love people. You want to yeah. help them out. That's just it. I mean, certainly I, I've had that same feeling. I know all of us have where we wanted to help somebody. But to paraphrase the old thing about horses, you can lead a man to knowledge, but you can't make him think. You just can't do it. There's not a way to do it. So I, I like to just start with respecting where they're at. I don't have to like it, but I just kind of respect where they're at. And until they're willing to, in some way, own up, in some way, accept you know, a, some degree of radical responsibility for their role in the thing, then I just, you know, I give them love. Because until they're willing to, to open up in some way, there's not a whole lot I can do. So just love them for where they are right now. Figure, well, you know what? They've got some sort of reason for being there. They they came into this life probably with some kind of a mission to do the thing that they're doing that we're looking at and saying, why are you doing that? But that that's part of what they feel their mission in life is. So I, I'm just going to respect that. I don't have to like it, but I, I can certainly respect it. I love that. Okay, y'all. So first... I want to just appreciate both of you. Neo, I appreciate your compassionate heart wanting more for people. And I love that. Mm. My question back is going to be, why is that necessary for you? What part in you are you not healing that you need to be doing if you're seeing it in others? Boom. First thing. Second thing is be the example, period. Yeah, which you are, by the way. That's it. There's not... When somebody, because, because, my God, Neo, I just want to hug you. I want to love your compassionate heart right now. But what I'm going to encourage you to do, I love this. I mean, seriously, I want to hug you all <laughs> for just this. sitting this with it, great. sitting with it. Here's, here it is. So in true compassionate communication and true empathetic being, a state of being, we're going to be curious what's real for these people. Every one of them. What must be real for them? How much compassion can I practice right now just where they're at? You know, most people want to be loved and seen and heard. And when they're in their hurting, that's the time when you can actually show up and actively listen, reflect, and let that person be heard for a moment, just even trying that. But our need to want to fix, our need to want to help, our need to want comes from a space of true love, but it also comes from an old pattern of codependent behavior. It also comes from our old patterning that we need to step in. We're fixers. This is what we do. We fix everything. What the hell? Especially men. So this is that time to step back and realize that within their divinity, as well said, we just respect where they where they're at. Then the next thing that comes up for me is what do I see within them that I'm not willing to be honest with about, about within me? Is there, is there a, is there a straggler or yeah, something? 
I don't know. I'm for me, I'm, there's I'm, there, dude, there's always it's always my shit. I promise you. I'm, dude, I, it's always my shit. You know what's crazy? Totally. I've grown to to welcome that because I just become Isn't so much that better. awesome. It's like once yes. you once you find a flaw you didn't know and then you yeah. fix it and master it, you just made yourself better and you didn't even know that you had that in you. So I I welcome it. I'm trying to think um, where this spawned from for me was what I call average thoughts, um, the thoughts in between the major thoughts. And my in-between average thoughts are crazy positive. And then, like, to go back to Jersey and just I could see the pain in the eyes, their in-between thoughts aren't at all positive. And I'm like, if I could get them more meditative, if I can get them more in a different mindset, you know, they can get to where I'm at. And, and they don't have to live like that no more. Like, it's all day, every day. I remember what it's like to have, you know, 60,000 thoughts a day. And more than 75% of them were what-if negative scenarios. Um, you know, especially working as a cop in camping. So it's like, if I could, I don't know. Based off of what I said, what would you pull from there I should uh, address? Nothing. Stop. What? Stop it. It, it's you are tripping and getting out of your own lane and that's going to be that you're self-sabotaging your own success because you're tripping too much on their stuff. You got to get back in your lane and just be in your lane. Let me tell you, they want to, they want to ride with you, man. They're going to get in their lane and they're going to get vibrationally in check and they're going to, we're all going to be going down that freeway in our own lanes, in our own stuff. Just, just roll it with, with that, with that love. But again, your compassionate heart is beautiful. But it's that idea, yes, honey, we definitely want that. But we want them to, they're only going to do that when they're ready to do that because that's just how it is. Back to the example, you're a lighthouse. You know, you're a lighthouse. What does the lighthouse do? What does the, what do they Show do? Show the way. That's all you are, baby. Just show the way. But you show the way by out of your actions, who you are being, not what's coming at here, out of here. Ah. This is full of shit. <laughs> this is full of shit. All right? This talks smack. Our actions and our nonverbal communication, which is 80% of our behavior, your cop, you know this. That's where this is. That's where truth lies. So we just we just mimic and we just reflect and we just allow. But let's let's get real with the reasons that it's there and how that that works for for myself. It, it don't your love for other people is admirable, but self-destructive, if I will. But let me throw in another idea here, too, along the lines of what you're talking about, but also kind of an expansion of it. Uh, if we look at the origins of the word compassion, the origins date back to Latin and means to suffer with. And certainly that's probably the most popular idea of what compassion is. But I would submit there's also another idea of compassion, and that is to simply exude love to somebody else. You don't have to feel the suffering that they're feeling in order to love them. And that's the kind of compassion that I always aim for. I'm never really interested in suffering with somebody. Because what does that do? I mean, that 
brings them down, brings me down. Okay, well, okay, here we are down in the depths. What do we do now? That, that doesn't really contribute anything, I don't think. But when we turn compassion into loving and make that the new compassion, that's a different yeah. vibe. That's well, a different feeling too. entirely. What do you think about empathy? Empathy. Empathy, the, the ability to step into somebody else's shoes and actually be in their space for looking from their eyes out. Again, I think it comes down to being in empathy which way? Are you going to be in empathy so you can suffer the way they're suffering? Or are you yeah. going to be in empathy so you can give them love? Because you can't really yeah. do both at the same time. You can't. What do you think, Neil? I mean, if I'm giving, if I'm feeling empathetic and I'm feeling what someone's feeling, that, that kind of puts me in a negative headspace. That's, that may, because that's what they're feeling. So I would not want to, want to do that. But when Walt was talking earlier, I just pictured like a person. Like, for some reason, like a glowing neon green person. And a couple of chunks of them were missing. And those were, like, the positive parts in those aspects of that person because they were stressing about a couple things. And so those chunks were kind of blacked out and missing. And and I came in, like Walt said, and shined a light of, like, love at those spots, completing, you know, those chunks of them that were missing. So it was kind of like I was shining love, giving love, like he said, and it was filling in those loving parts that that person needed, that that person was feeling like they were lacking at that time. And so that love made us both whole. And it was like, you know, it was cool. It's like, you know, you hang out with your friend and, and when you're together, you guys are all laughs. And then, you know, sometimes you go your separate ways and they might go back and say negative headspace. But while you were together, it was all laughs. They say that if you spend, what's the statistic? Like Harvard University, if you spend... Like one afternoon a week with someone you've known for eight years or longer, you can add five years onto the end of your onto the end of your life. Yeah, I believe that. But I'm gonna. Sense. I'm well, considering I've known people since I was like four and five. I'm rocking that. I'm gonna be like ninety. Hey, hey that makes sense. That's why you're always glowing all over the screen. That's true. <laughs> look at this. Check this out, Neo. Remember, all past, present, and future is now. So because there's not a response instantly doesn't mean they won't remember imperfect divine timing. I totally love Good this point. because here's what what I know is that you're planting seeds. And mm -hmm. sometimes we just drop those seeds in and we don't actually we're not the ones to come and then water them. We're not the ones to come in and then tend to them. But we are planting them. And I love that. And, you know, in in the, with the human being, if we can, I'm wondering if we could all just slow down. And remember, curiosity first. What's real for them right now? Curiosity first. What must be real for them? Two, willingness to accept. Can you be, can you, do you have the willingness to accept them right where they're at? Mm -hmm. Why do they need to change to suit uh, me? For instance, me. Why did I, why do I need someone to be a certain way? Because it's more comfortable for me. That's why. And because maybe the way they're being isn't comfortable for me. So I want them to be more like me so I can be more comfortable. That's my truth. I just faced this recently, Neo. That's why I'm telling you. And while I actually had this happen in my own life where I had to look at what I thought, why do I think that somebody needs to be any different than they are when they're perfect the way they are? Mm -hmm. So my acceptance. Do I, can I get into radical appreciation? Am I willing to appreciate, willing to understand, willing to acknowledge, willing to recognize them, willing to celebrate them, get into compersion with them, celebrate whatever small things. And I know both of you are compersion experts. 
the willingness to celebrate others and joys and elation and and awesomeness in life. So those are the things that I look at, like when we're communicating. And this is all from Marshall Rosenberg, by the way. That I did not just create this. No original thought, anyway. But it's still simply. It, it's just simple communication tweaks. That's all. And what I loved about Marshall's work is that he really brought a different way of us looking at each other versus just ourselves. That's really good. I love that. I love that. It's it's the, easy, the path of least resistance in life. Uh, it's easy. It's one less problem I have to worry about. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can leave all my strategies, everything in the dust and just get back to where I want to be. And so I love that 100%. It's, that's too easy. <laughs> and, and I just go back again to what we were talking about before. The fact that it, if you're dealing with a particularly a friend, someone you've known for a long time, and you decide that your compassion to them is going to be of the love variety rather than the suffer with variety, it's going to affect them. They may not show it. They may not display it immediately, but it's going to affect them in ways that even they don't even know about. That has been my ammunition thus far. Mm. Mind you, I've known these people since I was in middle school, but I didn't know about the secret until what, 2008. So since 2008, I've been affecting them in sure. small, little different ways. Um, but you know, they come around when it's time to come around. That'd be well, I will I, listen. Listen, we have six planets in retrograde. We are how much percentage of water? Almost 80 percent. The planets, the moon controls our ocean. We know that. So right now at this very second, we have this great opportunity for anything that's hidden to be seen, for all of it to just be shining so that we get to look at it and go, and this has to do with our self reflection. What beautiful thing do I need to see about me that I can clear right now? What can I get rid of? What can I look at and say, I actually, you don't get rid of it. You just shift it. You just look at it differently. Exactly. Yeah, that's I a mean, really key point. This is so awesome right now. Like we get to, we get to, we get to change whatever isn't working by sheer, by the sheer neuroplasticity in our brain. And that's where your <laughs> repetition comes in there. Neo? I need to get into this moon stuff. I've heard the moons are in line and retrograde. I've heard these phrases for years and years and years. And I'm like, you know what? Bump that. I attract what I attract. Ain't got nothing to do with no moon. But when you just said what you said about water and our body being 80% you know, plus of, of water and how the moon affects the water, I'm like, wait a minute. Let me find out. I've been missing out. You know, I need to get. Yeah, I need to. I need to get my study. You got <laughs> well, here's. I got to. I'm going to excite you now because we have a lunar astrology astrologer, uh, Claudia, who wants to come on here. So, uh, Walt, she'll be booking soon. And you know cool. what, Neil, you can ask her all kinds of radical questions. Here's what's cool about the moon. The moon is our subconscious. The moon is who we are, as Claudia says, behind the closed doors. And I dig it. And I love that. And I love it. Sandra says, none of us are here to convince. We are here to cultivate. Oh, holy hell. Let's bring that up. Oh, I just start taking over Walt's show. Like, <laughs> You're doing very well. I'll, I'll interrupt if I have to. You're doing great. Oh, so with it. Right on going. <laughs> Jeez, Bowie. 
Uh, self, self doubt. Ooh, I love this. Okay. Thank you. W-R-O. Self doubt is what you're working on. I love you. Oh my God. Let's, let's expand into self doubt. I don't know what that is. I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, I've been so either. I don't even know what the hell. You know how it's been so many years since you talked to this person, you kind of forgot their name, like from high school or whatever? Yeah, that's how I am about that. I have self-doubt this morning. Well, how about you? Oh, I often doubt throughout the day, and then I regain my confidence. It's like that's 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 part of the roller coaster. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you guys were still self-doubting. We got to get you past that. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, let me let me let me tell you all what uh -uh, look at this morning. So then I started, I did a comparison. I did a compare. Then I started thinking, I wonder if, and then nope. And then, you know what? I stopped myself and went, I had self-doubt. The I'm not good enough. I'm not this enough, that enough, yet enough, yet enough, telling myself whatever. But I know that that voice is over here. It's my victim story. It's my story that I sit in when I'm sitting in my butt hurt scenario. And I was looking for something to be butt hurt over. So, I said, am I going to actually tell myself this story and create that kind of reality for myself right now? Really? Yeah, no. So I stopped it like instantly, but it still crept its its little head up there and said, hi, what's up? You know, my little victim, Debbie, who is such a, she's such a little shit, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, does she need an emergency butthurt kit to sit her ass down in a corner on it? Or did she think she's that damn special that everything's about her in the damn first place? Kicks my butt every time. What do you know about me? You ready? You ready? Yes. Ready, 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 ready? I'm so happy and thankful that I wake up more often. Things like that are the cheat code to get you to wake up more often. Now, Tack that on, compound exercises, to the mentality of oneness with God, which gives you, you know, all confidence, all the things you guys already know. But using these these little cheat codes to strengthen those, like right now, when something like that pops up for me, it's so short-lived, I'm shocked. Like, damn, I call oh, it yeah. quick. Once you put it on autopilot, it's amazing. People out there that aren't even close to this yet. You guys don't know what you're missing out on, and I hope you step your game up and get to that level, do the work and get to that level because it's a different ball game. It is a different ball game. My confidence, my confidence and my ability to manifest is off the charts. Off the charts. If you ask me about something else, like, you know, physical, whatever, you know, you know, we could we could debate things, but my confidence and my ability to manifest is uncanny. And it's because my brain is doing it on its own. So it's proving to me that it pretty much is taking things by storm and it's doing a great job. So once you establish that, mm-hmm. you won't really have to deal with um, – the, the thoughts are still going to come. Anytime you get a goal, ooh, that's cool. I want to make such and such money. Or like me, I told myself I want to get – perfect example. After my last summit, my next summit's coming up November 20th. You guys are going to be there. And when I say you guys, I mean everybody. Now, but I said to myself, I want all the speakers from The Secret. That's what I want. That's mm-hmm. what I've been working up to. That's what I want. And when I said it, obviously, here comes the ego. 
all the speakers from the secret. You know what? <laughs> Are you crazy? You, that? <laughs> you, you don't go for stuff like this. And it just came up and started, and I really noticed it, and I let it go. I listened to it. Like, hmm, what else you got? <laughs> what else it. you got? Because everything you got, I got a one-two punch for you. Law of attraction. <laughs> That's it. That's my answer to everything. And uh, crazy enough, uh, we are heading in that direction. You guys, I'm going to bring this in real quick. I want you guys to be there. I'm forming a team. Okay? You guys have heard me say that before, but it wasn't official. Official. I wasn't officially grabbing members because some people get on. They talk about the law of attraction. It's like, mm-hmm. And some people are really powerful with their words. And I wanted to make sure I had the right people. So anyway, the universe led me to watch this TV show I wouldn't have normally watched. I ended up watching two seasons of it just to learn from it and see what these guys did, what worked, what didn't, and how the law of attraction played into what they were doing. So anyway, I end up with this epiphany. I end up forming this team, and we're meeting on Monday. I want you guys both to be there. Uh, Monday at 4.15, we're going to be meeting. I know you do your show, Walt, but... So far, it's me, uh, Selena, Dorsey. You guys both know Selena, right? Oh, yeah. Was at the last summit. Uh, Bob She's Doyle. on the show here, too, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. There we go. Bob Doyle and Tracy are both going to be there. Andrew Cap is going to be there. And um, Andrew's boy, he just gave me his boy's name. I forgot him. Uh, something Samuel. Something Samuel. That is. Uh, he wrote a book called... Just ask the universe. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's got like four best-selling novels, but he's going to be there too. And the whole purpose in this group is it, this team is to lift each other up. If collectively we have two million fans between all of us, by the end of this, I want every single one of us to have two million, two million fans. And, or, and, and equate that across everything as far as support and raising for the universe. So... Selena Summit's coming. I got my conference coming in October. Um, that's going to be a great thing. You guys know Smiles at Sea is holding a dental festival. October or November? You, you said before it was November, now you're saying October, so I got to clarify. Yeah. So you guys know October, uh, somewhere around the 13th, I think. October 13th, I'm in this competition called Dentistry's Got Talent. It's America's Got Talent. Ah, okay. Dental world. okay. That's October. You guys saw everybody go. Please go to my website. You'll see the link to register for that. Um, even if you don't show up, register because I get a prize because if I get a, more people register. And then Selena's throwing a Law of Attraction Summit at the end of October. That's gonna Do we be- know the date on that yet? Because she didn't know when she was on the show. Nah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, she said the 25th through the 1st, but I'm not sure. We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Mine's is November 20th. That's Neo Positive. Okay. And so basically what me and this group of people are doing when we get together on Monday is we're going to strategize how to boost each other up and hold each other accountable. We're going to meet every week and we're going to like this. This is what we're going to do. We're all going to promote Selena's thing on Monday. That's what we're doing. And we're getting on each other's Facebooks. We're commenting all this stuff, you know, so people see, all right, Walt, Con- Walt post a post, Debbie, Neo, Bob Doyle, Tracy, Selena, you know, the guy Samuels, well, they're all commenting on it like that. We're going to be supporting each other like that. And everybody's got virtual assistants. So we're getting them involved too. So it's just going to be a crazy collaboration to 
reach as many minds as possible. I want to go to uh, this dental festival with a team. I was going to go in there by myself, like, you know, blah, 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 like I've been doing. But I'm like, nah, you know what? I need to attack this from multiple angles. And when I come, I want to, I want to really smack them in the face. I'm going to hit them hard with it. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to And so, yeah, if I, I want you guys to be there Monday to collaborate, to get on the same page. And so we can all form this little Voltron crew and, uh, and just make it happen. Just support each other and uh, make sure everyone's people knows who everyone is. Well, I, I thank you for the invitation. Like you said, I have a show that I'm doing at that hour, but I'll be there in spirit. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> Dennis, what about I've, you? Well, it's quite possible. Hit me up. I don't know what I'm doing on Monday, but I, it sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. I'm all about collaboration. And that's really, I mean, Walt and I collaborate. He's on LOA today. We have Spirituality mm-hmm. Gone Wild. We have The Stream of David, mm-hmm. you know. Tie boot, boot camp, like we're all like always collaborating and there's a lot more than that actually. And so collaboration is key. Networking is key. And I love that you're even bringing that up because it's beautiful and I love mm. to network. Um, so I want to go back really quick to Sandra and self doubt is the casual body of old, of an old template that causes an effect usually from you. So change the cause and create a new template effect. <laughs> You're rewriting your cause and effect, Neo. That's cool. Thank you. I like that. I That's love that. Too. I'm really Very accurate. Doing my bad. And 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 I just want to point out that with with um, with WRO. So it is about manifesting, yes. And I have manifested all kinds of things, and then watched it all go away. And then I'll do it again, and then it'll go away, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Why is it going away? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong?" Well, I'm either attached to the outcome or I'm interfering. Practice, practice the art of non-interference. I swear to God, when you get in the universe's way, you're, you're all, it's all over. It's all the ego stuff. But really, the biggest part was, was because I didn't have the self-doubt was there. I didn't have that, that, uh, confidence that I needed to have that I have now. So that's why it's changed completely. And Neil, one of the things, and Walt, what you do too, you guys have confidence and you have that internal knowingness. It's not about how we get up on the screen and like, hey, you know, and have confidence there. No, it's about that internal knowingness and experience. So what do you guys think? I didn't hear from Walt on the self-doubt. I was curious what you had to say about that too. On the self-doubt? Um, yeah. I think, I think self-doubt is just, just part of what happens in life. Like, like Neil was saying, it's a question of how long you're going to stay there. I mean, he doesn't stay there for more than a, a split second, and that's pretty much yeah. what I aim to do. I think the the longest lately that I've been in self doubt is, you know, maybe an hour. But that's not where it was, say, five years ago. Five years ago, it could have lasted a week. So, you know, it's all about the growth, and yeah. it's also it's also about the idea of just again forgiving yourself. Okay, so I doubted for a moment. Big deal. Move on. Time yeah. to raise the vibe back up and just you know pick up your your boots and go. Key, another key thing is if you found yourself for an hour, 30 seconds, two minutes, whatever it is, in that self-doubt, running scenarios, letting the ego pick you apart, after you wake up from it, or even the next day when you realize, man, my whole lunch break yesterday was terrible. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> you're going to say, I'm not going to do that again today. Yeah. But you, the key in that is to realize and to say out loud sometimes to yourself, 
that's what was meant to happen in that yeah. moment. I was meant to sit and stress for an hour straight in that moment so I could learn from it and not mm-hmm. do that again. Mm-hmm. And for me, I do it I do it all the time for like affirmations and stuff. If I have a day that I really, really didn't do a lot of affirmations because it was just crazy busy and I'm like, man, I I could have contributed more positive to to my to my tomorrow. No, no, cut that off. You did the exact amount of affirmations you were supposed to do that day. You made up for it in other places. That's good. You were happy. You were smiled. If you weren't smiling, you were still. You were present. All those things contribute to a positive and even better tomorrow than you were already planning on having. So relax. Let it be what it was. Once again, you end back up at the phrase, no regrets. It's funny you mentioned that. Literally funny that you mentioned that because it's been something that has happened a lot with me that my normal morning routine has almost just completely disintegrated and gone away. And every once in a while, I'll start the day off and like, oh, I'm not doing my morning routine. And then I'll stop and I'll ask myself, well, how am I doing? Well, actually, I'm doing pretty good. I've been doing so much work over the years that without the morning routine, I'm actually doing pretty good. Oh, that's how about awesome. That? that takes time to get to, brother. Congratulations. Cause that, yeah. wow. Yeah. Seriously. Trust me. Yeah. And that's a fun, um, momentum to be on. Because yeah. once you get on that momentum, then it becomes self-fulfilling. It just keeps you know, reinforcing itself over and over every day. With that said, this is like jogging. If you stop doing it for long enough, you're not going to be as good at it as you were before. Mm-hmm. So though Walt is finding himself not doing morning rituals, I bet you he goes back to them. <laughs> Especially around November 1st, actually, because that's when gardening season ends on October 31st, and that's when the craziness settles down. And now I can get back to my routine the way I want to do it. <laughs> I was getting out of Selena introduced me to a crazy great morning routine that I was using up until the last summit on August 20th. Then I kind of phased away, and then we brought up the whole million-dollar bill, which is crazy because I still have it right here ready to go in my room and get hung up above my bed. And it's still not there mm. above my bed hung up because I, I keep thinking if I put like two thumbtacks there, if they did come out, I'd roll over on them one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I got popcorn ceiling, so the tape isn't going to work. And Velcro did not work. Uh, oh, um, good try, though. So it still isn't up. But every day since we talked about that, I look, uh, when I wake up, the first thing I do is I take deeper breaths. Like, I'm going to take really deep breaths and just relax. I smile, which is Selena's thing. Smile, big cheesy smile. And I think the million dollars, and I, I, I don't really picture the million dollar bill on the ceiling because the million dollar bill is not a real thing. But I, it, I, I picture it enough to where it reminds me to say it. And I just say, one million dollars. And I just say that 10 times. Not Which I is like, vibrationally equivalent. It's yeah, not I like, I want, I have yeah. none of that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. $1 million with a smile on my face. Yeah. And that's how I'm starting off every day. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I done had a couple million dollar days, you know, not real million dollars, but million dollar energy days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The real ones are coming. Which are yeah. shifting. Yeah, it's just a shift. It's yeah. just a shift like it is from thought to paper with a pencil. 
Uh, hey, hey, when uh, when Debbie brought up uh, all the plants in retrograde, it made it cued something in my mind because she also brought up her friend coming onto the show, Claudia, I think her name is, which uh-huh. is going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. But it also reminded me, I had somebody else on the show that uh, Cindy and Jackie recommended, and I had to go look it up. I couldn't remember what the date was, but it was August 18th, and her name is Jeanette Douglas or, or Daglish, and she uh, is from Down Under, and she basically talked about how her um her birth sign her astrology is loaded with retrograde and she used to get really frustrated about that until she finally decided to start thinking about it differently so now she's actually somebody who teaches the good side of mercury retrograde i love that that's what that episode was about so yeah i commend that thought to you as well even if the planets aren't lining up the way you want to so what you can find a good side to them you just it's just a question of finding what it is Got to practice. Will you send that to me? Yeah, sure. I want that. I want that copy of that. Of that. That sounds really cool. You know. Well, one of the coolest things about understanding. Well, I like the moon astrology because it just simply allows just exactly that. How do I make this work for me? Do you guys know that everything that we've ever perceived as negative can be turned around? Like, let's say that you got some yes. things you do and you know that that habit is not serving you. You can turn it around into something that does serve you. Let's say that you're, you know, you're a manipulative human and you're like, you know, I really don't want to be that. How can you take and turn that around mm-hmm. to work in your favor? Can you possibly help run an organization can you take and, and you know because what you're wanting is to be seen in a in a space of leadership right or in a space where you're honored as being a leader so or that the way that we can shift however anything's coming up in our life if you hurt i want to be heard and i want to be seen how can you do it productively instead of self-sabotaging because all the stuff we feel is great our neural our neuroplasticity in our brain is just simply stuck where it's at because it's just stuck. Do you all realize, like, when we started creating our belief systems, we were infants from all these different, all these different people. And the stream says people love babies and the babies attra- because they're the purest form of energy and it attracts all these humans to it so it can start downloading. Mm. How to be human, downloading how to be human, downloading to be human. How, we start off with not all those thoughts being ours. It's just part of our experience. And I always think about it like, well, when this trauma occurred, and if I'm still reacting when this trauma occurred, I'm reacting like a five-year-old right now, which is probably true in my case. No shit. If I, I'm just not playing like like throw a tantrum kind of thing. <laughs> I'm used to th- I used to throw downright fits when I did not get my way. And I remember my grandmother telling me when I was three that I would lay in the floorboard of her car. She drove a Volkswagen bug and I'd throw a fit till I saw the McDonald's arches and then I'd go, oh, Grandma, Grandma, it's a McDonald's. I want to have a good French fry coke. She'd go, no, you aren't being good. She'd go, I tell her, yes, I am. She'd go, when? And I'd say, right now. And I think I carried that through a lot of my adulthood where I reacted based upon where my neuroplasticity began these belief systems. So the reason it's so important, like Neo says, your thoughts, get them in check and start doing this work is because you can change 
the neuroplasticity of your brain. Scientifically proven, you can go look it all up. But everything we talk about on here is actually scientific in in nature. If you mm-hmm. just really, if you and so yeah, but can you ever I, I, act like a five year old? Well, I'll, I'll comment on that in a moment because there's actually a thought that comes along with that. But I I, I want to go back to something else that you were talking about, which and of course is flying out of my mind. So I guess that means I have to go back to what you were just saying. So acting like the five year old, probably the best way you can learn. Oh, I know what the other one was. I'll get there in a moment. Probably the best way I know of to act like a five-year-old is to interact with a five-year-old. And it especially is valuable to interact with a five-year-old who's doing what you used to do when you were three years old, Debbie. Having a tantrum, having a fit, having a nutty of some kind. Louise is is, is like the absolute pinnacle of how you do this. So I'm going to use her as an example because it happens so often like when we're in the grocery store or something like that. We're in the checkout line. And there's the kid with the mom, you know, at the register and the mom is frantically trying to deal with the register and the coupons and the kid and all this other stuff. The kids go, ah! <laughs> and Louise will just look at the kid. And I'm telling you, it is almost never more than two seconds before that kid whips his or her head around to look at Louise. Doesn't even matter if the kid's looking off 180 degrees in the opposite direction. It's like you were talking about the watcher. The watcher is there and they feel the watcher. They have to see what it is. And they turn around and they see her looking at him or looking at her. And Louise has got this big smile on her face and the whole visage changes. And that little kid who was just screaming a minute ago, because somebody is seeing them. Somebody is knowing who they are right now and just accepting them the way they are just by looking. So if you want to know how to be a five-year-old, how to be a three-year-old, look at a three-year-old and you'll learn instantly because it's just so easy at that point. And you can break your pattern. Exactly. By the simplest thing of a smile. Yeah. By the way, it's fun to watch too. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Neil Neil has a three-year-old. And almost always there's, there's the mom turning around saying, Looking at the kid, like, what happened? And looking at Louise and saying, thank you. So I, uh, benefit. I, I want to put you guys on to something yeah. about rep- repetition. A long time ago, I came up with an idea. Uh, I was, if you look right here, it's a box of poker chips. I mean, yeah, um, just uh, casino chips. Mm-hmm. Taj Mahal, Harris, tra- uh, Tropicana. Anyway, uh, you know how I put like a stone or something in my pocket every time I feel it, I do an affirmation. Mm-hmm. Well, I kept losing certain things. Not not a lot, but a couple of things I lost and it really made me mad. I don't like losing things. I like to know where everything is. So I said to myself, if I get something that's worth money, I'm guaranteed not to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. So I uh I got a po I, I you know, next time I was in Atlantic City, I got a poker chip. And, uh, you know, that was it. That was born. And then I started collecting them every time I went. So uh, I I was in, I don't know if I told this story last, last week. I was in this arcade and I saw a chip on the floor and they don't use chips in this arcade. They use coins. And when I picked it up, it was this little advertisement. Hmm. And I said to myself, for this lady's, I guess, dance studio. And I was like, that's genius. Mm-hmm. Something I could put in my pocket. It's thin. It's small. It's kind of weird. I feel it. What's that? Oh, 
that's my reminder to do my affirmation. Mm. So from that, we have here. Ah, there we go. It says, remember, thoughts become things. Stay focused. And on the other side, it's your remember to say thank you. That's right. com on the bottom. I love it. Yes, that's my poker chip. This one's a little beat up, so I haven't thrown it against the uh, wall. I, I, I want one of those. Do I want one of those that say Spark the G Vibe. I, I got <laughs> to. Well, I got to order them from this company. I got to order 100 of them at least. Um, but, yes, that is uh, one of the things. Cool. Instead of, you know, some, especially some females that wear, like, a lot of costume jewelry and stuff like that, they don't really like wearing wristbands. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of bringing wristbands to this uh, this dental conference, I'm going to be bringing these poker chips and wristbands. You're and not, not so much business cards, but yes. And this has been serving me so well. Yeah. Every time I reach in my pocket, I'm like, what? what is that? And I'm like, ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. That's thank fabulous. You. Thank you. And I'm like, I, 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 I think of different ways. And you start to list all the different reasons to say thank you. And I'm like, I wonder what that's going to do for tomorrow. <laughs> I love that. I want one of those. I want one of those that says Neo on it, but I also, I need one. But I, I also, but yeah. I also, I have to get, I've got to get those. We, well, we need LOA Today ones too. I was thinking about that as he was saying it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah dude, that's since, crazy awesome. Send us the manufacturer info. Yeah. I got you. Cool. I got you. That's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. It's been fair <laughs> with me so well. I'm oh, I, I also wanted to address, uh, I, I mentioned earlier, I was going to address the five-year-old, which I did. I was going to address something else too. That is the comment that you made, Debbie, about uh, being able to focus on and find the flip side of something that's really difficult, that's really challenging. And yeah. hey, you're absolutely right. There is always a flip side of some kind. Sometimes it's really, really hard to see, but it's always there. Every single yeah. And part of the, part of the work is learning to find that thing, whatever that is, especially with the most difficult things, the most challenging things, the things yeah. that you look at, you say, there's no way there could be a positive side to that one. Because if you go find the positive side of the thing that there can't possibly be a positive side for, you just grew. I would, I would, I would percentage wise, I would say 50% of the battle is, is again, waking up and saying, I need to look at this differently. Yes. Another 25, the next 25% would be finding it, which can be yeah. difficult for different situations. And the last 25% would be implementing it or saying it or repeating it or however you choose to use it to uh, change your mindset, thus changing your future. And do the so, first two. The third one's going to be a piece of cake. Yeah. But yeah, because but, without the first one, the second one, the third one, it don't even get life. And that's and right. That's what I'm saying. You got to, you got to first want to find it. And I know some situations are way harder than others. And some people just want to wallow in their misery. But that's not. And sometimes you kind of have to come at it obliquely. Just you have to come at it from an angle. You can't if you just can't find what that diametric opposite is. Uh, I mean, maybe you're talking about somebody who's abusing a kid or something like that. How do you possibly see something positive in, in that situation? But you, there, there are a number of ways you can come at it, kind of on the side. You can say, "Well, I'm glad that's not me." Well, I'm glad that that person uh, has been taken out of the picture and thrown in prison, so he can't abuse the kid anymore. Well, I'm glad that you find other things that are indirectly a, a positive eye. And when you do that, if you don't stop there, if you keep going, you eventually can find what the flip side is. 
but you have to kind of work your way to get there. If you're doing what either of us three are doing, bare minimum, you could say, I'm glad that I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Someday he's going to see something like this from somebody yes. and it's going yes. to change the way he does things. And That's someday right. that child's going to find it in their heart to forgive him because yeah. they see the oneness in life and know they can't hold that remorse. So I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, for down the line. So bare, bare minimum, hold on to that. It's worth it. And it's true. It you, might true. Think, you might think your words are coming full circle. So many times in my life, I've said things, and months later, one of my kids will come up to me and be like, I, I said something you told me to my friend six months ago, and her life's completely changed now. She got the job. She's not with that guy that used to beat her anymore. And I'm like, I like I was just drinking at a Christmas party, and I blurted something out, and it, it did all that. Yeah. And so you never know what you're doing. You never know who you're affecting. And so treat it accordingly. Every word you say out loud, you're contributing to the earth. That's just very cool. Make sure you contribute That's the right beautiful. things. Mm, I like that. I love a lot. that. You, you guys have just, you guys have just raised the vibration today, and I appreciate both of you so much. Woo! One more, another Friday down, and heading into the weekend, uh, like superstars and rock stars. So remember, who are you grateful for? That's all. That's enough. Because from the gratitude, that's where it all starts. When you can find what you can appreciate about anything, anything at all, that's what does the shifting all by itself. All by itself. Totally. And it doesn't matter where you're coming from. It doesn't matter how low you are. It doesn't matter how far down the spiral you are. Just finding that one thing. And you don't even have to feel it the first time. That's the thing that blew my, my mind. When I, when I realized I, mean, I was trying so hard to feel it and I couldn't feel it. And I was frustrated because I couldn't feel it. And then one day, without feeling it, I managed to actually make a shift. And I realized I didn't have to feel it. All I had to do was just try to get there. Mm -hmm. Cheat code, just say it a couple times. By the third time you say it, you'll be smiling. By the sixth time you say it, you'll be running scenarios and honestly, like, yep. feeling like that's good. Just say it 10 times. I'm telling you, change your whole shift. It's crazy. Like the word yes, just say that 10 times. I don't care what mood you're in. You'd be at a funeral. You're going to smile a little bit. There is a takeaway. Okay. Just say the word yes over and over and over again. Just say it sounds, yes. It sounds simple. It is. It is simple. <laughs> it is. Hey, say, how about that? It really is simple because it's simple. How about that? Right. Got to do it. Very cool stuff. All right. Well, first of all, I have to say we achieved my first objective within the first 30 seconds because Debbie just absolutely blew me away with that video that she shared. So my first objective was I wanted to feel better during the show. That happened 30 seconds in. And then from that point, we were just flying. We were just flying. So thank you guys for a wonderful flight. Heck yeah. <laughs> it's and what it's about, man. Just a quick side note for everybody. Life isn't going to go perfect. I was supposed to be here today. My son comes home and says, hey, I got to be to work at 430. I said, I'm doing a show at 430. I don't need to talk to somebody else, but there is nobody else. So I said, well, forget that. We're leaving early. So it didn't turn out the way I did. But, yo, I came in like a ball of fire. And, and it worked. I letting nothing shut nothing down. And you got to have that mentality with everything every day. I'm not letting nothing slow me down. Go get That's what right. you want. Go get what you want is yours. Get it. Get it. Um, that's the way to summarize the show right there. So thank you, Neo Positivity. Thank you, Debbie G. 
Thank you, live streamers, and especially thank you, podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you.